Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. The look of the draw seems to work in my favour this time with Cinema Paradiso. I put this film on the top of the list and it actually was the one, for the one that came. As opposed to normally do that, and it's always like, oh no, it's the third one. I've gotten on the list, but anyway, that's this. But this is a film I've wanted to see for a long while now, actually. I don't know much about it, but I've kind of seen on, I guess, like things of it on TV and stuff, or the only sort of reference I sort of kind of get from it are maybe two things, I think. One being the fact that it's in Scrubs, it's brought up. Oh, is it? JD like was watching it on TV, and he says like oh, the janitor is in the film, but obviously it's it'll be the actor who you know as, yeah. who plays the janitor in the <laughs> not the yeah so it's like very meta trying to be in the fact that mm-hmm. of that so that's all I know I think that takes place on a, a train or something I think but he's like doing this like a gun. don't like say a, that because every time we watch something on the train recently. I think we had like loads of episodes of trains like was that last year bullet train yeah and then we had, um oh you mean that. source code yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i don't we... i don't think it takes entirely place on the train. Oh, okay, i think it's good. well a fugitive but I guess in different places what even but... is this film about like i i actually don't know anything about it i know nothing apart from you've said it's got harrison ford yep. is it a young harrison ford 1993 so that's actually sort of a picture sort of like Oh, it's not. It's not like Indiana Jones. No, 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 no. Not as dishy. I guess not. And it was an action, action thriller, fast paced. Yeah, he's good of. at that. So he, I, I'm hoping for a good performance for him. Yeah, seems pretty high positive scores on what Google says, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb and stuff. What? <laughs> oh well, everyone only cares about what I think, really, mm. Paul. So you know, all these scores like. Mm-hmm. Don't mean a thing until I, yeah, I yeah, say I know, I know. if it's good yeah. or not. It's a fair <laughs> comment. So the synopsis of the film reads as Dr. Richard Kimball is falsely charged with killing his wife when Deputy Marshal Samuel Gerard pursues him after he escapes from prison. Richard realises that he cannot trust anybody. But what if he did kill his wife? <laughs> yeah, that's the twist. Yeah. Could be. So this deputy marshal's right all along. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say the other the other bit, which I think maybe sort of know from pop culture. Certainly from if I'm right in thinking of the film, I guess will confirm it. But there's a scene I think where he's on a dam, and I think it's referenced in a Simpsons episode. <laughs> what is it with you and Simpsons? Like so quotable, it's like my equivalent of what friends would be. I can quote friends, like you seem yeah. to be able to quote, but there's a lot more Simpsons episodes than there is friends, I swear. Yes, absolutely. So I don't know yeah. how you get by with this. Get by with what? Being so quotable with it all. Well, not so much quotable, just there's a lot of content. But content. yeah, but the fact that you maintain it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, let's see if that confirms it in this, this film. So, looking forward to it anyway. Hope it sort of lives up to yeah. expectations. So, be back in a bit with our thoughts. This is Richard. Richard? Jesus. Why did you run? Running only makes you look guilty. I wasn't worried about appearances, Walter. Tell me where you are so I can come meet you and you can turn yourself in. I'm not going to turn myself in. I need help. I need money. I might be crazy, but that train sounds like an L. Hey, Lewis doesn't have an elevated train. How do you know it's an elevated train? You know, I think he's right. I lived under an L for 20 years. No, well, then you can explain the difference in the sound of an elevated train as opposed to a train that's running along the ground. You must have ears like an eagle. Play that back. I want to hear the sound of an elevated train. And we're back, having seen The Fugitive. And I was sort of semi-right about what I thought with The Simpsons (laughs) reference. It was kind of like I have two parts, really, where the, the I don't care mm-hmm. part in the sewer tunnel and then the dam where he jumps off. That didn't happen at the same point. It was yeah. sequential. Yeah. Other than that, then, stuff getting into things, what what do you make of it? <laughs> it's quite gripping, actually, to, to be fair. It's lengthy. Like, I won't I won't say it isn't. But you kind of don't see where it's going, which is, is good. It's got quite a bit of twists i don't know if you knew kind of like oh yeah this is obvious he's going to escape it's going to be this person's the body it didn't seem to have that kind of beat of a normal action where you can um, and there wasn't actually as was... much action within it which i quite liked it was more the story behind it and the anticipation and by the, plot. the, the action you mean not like just having a punch up basically yeah or a shootout or whatever or explosions and stuff. yeah 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 it's more the on the Run basically, yeah, 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 and I think that's kind of my action kind of film. You enjoy, yeah, enjoy that. There's sort of the the cat and mouse element of it between obviously chasing him down and pursuing him. Yeah, the but fugitive, th- so. them doing it cleverly as well. So like Richard Kimball and he's a doctor. He's he works in, in a hospital. He's quite intelligent, and I always think it's normally the case. Like for example, when we watched Silence of the Lambs, you've got somebody very intelligent mm-hmm. who actually did do something wrong, <laughs> <laughs> whereas like. They assume because he's highly intelligent that he's capable of doing this and he's quite clever and he outwits the police a lot and the investigators on this and I think that's what drives... The driving force behind it, yeah. And makes you really think, like, the police really want to get him because it must be so frustrating when every time you try and think, oh, I've nearly caught him. And you're like, oh, no, you aren't. And then you're still carrying on and on. But it just shows how well thought out everything was, but not in a point of where they're being stupid and shooting one another. It was cleverly done. And he never got to a point of where he was like a fight or flight moment. He always, you could see him always thinking about, right, okay, what's the best thing to do? What should I be doing next? And how should I? Being strategic in how he goes about things. A lot of the times, there are a couple of close calls but he still manages to avoid like one of the things being when the St. Patrick's Day parade. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like obviously ducking in between the busy the crowds the yeah. crowd and stuff. And... Gets away with pinching a hat, losing his coat. Even when he first comes out of prison, like that initial kind of like scene where he's like, oh, give me the keys, I'll help, you know, your mm-hmm. other policeman. And he yeah. even saves people throughout. Even yeah, so he's, he's got a conscience on in those. He's not just completely thinking of himself. No. In that, so that's good writing in that sense of having a character that's portrayed that way. 
suppose you know like you can but sympathize also- with him even though obviously you know he's He's, it's pretty obvious that he's in the right. He's not done anything wrong. He's trying to clear his name and everything. So you're rooting for him in that sense anyway. But that extra level of mm. co- care and commitment to other people. But I guess it despite... interlinks with his job. Yeah. Like, that's what he does. He saves people's lives. So he, why would he not try and help, help somebody? Yeah, and I think that's who he wrong. is. Yeah. yeah. If it was to just completely, almost... I mean, it could have gone that way. Say, like, oh, the world's against me, so I'm just screw everybody else. Yeah, basically. Because yeah. I did say to you, well, not in a horrible way, but what's he got to live for? He's got no house. He's got no job. He's got not no, no wife, no. no anything. So why why does he care about this? But like you said, he he wants to find out, kind of, a little bit revenge of who who actually has framed him, who's killed his wife. He wants justice. Yeah. And he wants to clear his name and kind of move on from that. And you do you do feel for him because it is really frustrating. Like he's trying to unpick this night, which seems like a while ago, like in his in his thoughts still. Hmm. And he's like, hmm, okay. Well, we know he had a prosthetic arm that did this. Yeah. We know obviously like it was someone who they knew because there was never no barged in entry. And this is how it kind of looked like he was framed because they had a key. They entered the house. They basically... All, all the signs, obviously, like, the evidence... Led to him. That shows that, yeah. It also kind of leads to him when she's on the phone mm. saying, oh, um, they're trying to kill me. Richard. Yeah. yeah. And it, I think it's more she's shouting for Richard because he's just coming downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's shouting his name, like, I'm getting attacked and abused, basically. But they read it all all wrong, I can understand why you'd assume it, but it's like, well, I feel like he needed some character well, witnesses or something like, oh, well, he wouldn't do this. You know, he really loved his wife. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there, and it's not like she said Richard Kimball, is it? Could be, could be any Richard. True, <laughs> was, true. Yeah. yeah. Video evidence would probably be better, but obviously, just based on the phone call, you've been allowed to go what you've you've got there. But I think once we get to a point of where he, he kind of escapes from the coach that's meant to be taking him to basically get killed... Because yeah, exactly. they're brutal in See, America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I don't, I don't know how they work things in the states with how you know what in terms of classes first degree murder, but what constitutes that to to a point of right? Well, the answer, to the solution for your to answer your crimes, you've got to be executed by lethal injection, as opposed mm. to manslaughter or what? I don't know. Well, I'm not a. <laughs> I don't know. Do they still do that nowadays? Then can they still like just filey? Because this is Put a bit capital punishment, and mm. that's maybe some states do. I don't know, but I think it's, it is kind of frowned upon. But or people are trying to put it out completely. But you know, it's, it's why is well, why is it not like twenty five to life or anything like that? I don't know. But like, how is how is it is case it, by case basis? I'd... I don't know if it's is it like you've murdered somebody so you, you shouldn't be no longer alive. I don't know. Like one life, life for a life, life yeah. yeah, maybe. Life for an eye. I, I don't know. But it's a bit sick and twisted when they're accusing the wrong person hmm. and that person's life is not really a life for a life because he didn't do anything wrong. The only nice kind of aspect you could have had for it if he did die would be like, oh, well, he's, he's with his wife, but you wouldn't have much of a film <laughs> if that happened, I guess. No, I know. We were saying before about the flashbacks. Mm. So I felt that was one of the points I didn't quite go with how it was shot, I guess, or kind of dispersed in. It's kind of sounded a bit clunky or clumsy with how they were trying to... There was that, there's like a... When he's going back to his thoughts on it, it's like almost like an echo, like 
didn't do it, didn't do it, didn't do it. Like something yeah, like yeah. that. It kind of felt like it showed its age. Yeah, it, of the it, film. it wasn't, that wasn't, that kind of let it down a little tiny bit. I know we're saying age, but it's 1993 when it yeah. was, was out, but. Yeah. It kind of just make you kind of yeah. realise how old the film is, and I don't think you actually realise it until them scenes come about. The rest of it is so kind of solid, and the mm-hmm. action within it, and the storyline, that like it could be set at any, any yeah, point, exactly, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, but even go back to the opening as well with the cityscape and the dark kind of thing, and it's like, sometimes I look at these, these films and I'm thinking, is this like New York again? Or Where are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume, but I think it takes place in Chicago, so... <laughs> but and then with that it's kind of got the cuts to the obviously like the slow-mo struggle as panning across the cities where like that's kind of cutting in between like oh something's happening here and obviously that's the setup of the what's going on in the film and it's, it's okay for, for how that was <laughs> so it's so harsh i think it got really good when he was on the run so two of the prisoners got out yeah. didn't they basically out of the how many were on the coach and he was like running, running, running. I think he did get wounded. I forgot how he happened. Now he got. Was it to the glass or something? Because of the crash on the train tracks, something probably something from that. Yeah. I think because it did go for the tumble. He did yeah. really struggle, and he yeah. was still trying to rescue the other yeah. kind of policeman. Ends up somehow being miraculously getting back to a hospital. Yeah. Which is I don't know. This kind of scene makes somewhat sense, but at the same time, it's like taking advantage of an older. Man, really, like steals his clothes and his food, and his food, and like gives himself a clean shave, which makes sense. Yeah, it's obviously trying to change his identity and yeah. not being like his jail clothes. Yeah, obviously, steals an ambulance, it's... which is like the biggest thing to steal, and looks really obvious. Yes. Like if you're saying it's an ambulance, um, it's easier to track than it is like a little a car. Car or anything, you know, when like in you playing like Grand Theft Auto or something, you'd get the shittiest car, uh, not like or... the nicest one. Yeah. Well... Or the, just do that, jump in another car, whatever. Hide down car. When somebody yeah. knows mm-hmm. what car you've been in. I guess it's just what happened to be there, because obviously you had to get out and be on the move, basically. There was a really good scene, actually, with the tunnel. So, for example, he's in his ambulance. Mm-hmm. They're clocking it. They know where he is. They've figured it out, and they're like, right, okay, we're well, aware of him. You. Yeah. Stop it with a big helicopter coming down. Yeah, yeah. Police cars and everything, and he's like, "Oh shit, what am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Where am I gonna go?" End of the line. Yeah. And you think, "Oh, this is it. What? What? He's gonna get back in prison and have to <laughs> escape again." And then he kind of gets out of the car. They don't see him. And I think this is a bit where it's kind of really action packed, but at the same time a little bit comical because, like, how when you how, had so yeah, many police yeah. people, did you not see him just like sneaking behind and everything? It's yeah. Like, or anybody what? else? Like any like yeah, you public. people on both sides. How did how did that not get clocked? But obviously, they figure out he's gone down in the drains. Yeah. And that's where you get you your Simpson. The dam. The dam. <laughs> when you jump us off the dam, though, as well, there's another thing that's... I guess, obviously, you're not actually going to chuck Harrison Ford off or any stuntman, but it does look like... A, I don't know if you noticed, it did look a bit like a ragdoll, just like just falling. I didn't know it was actually, it's I didn't. a bit comical. Obviously, it wasn't going like... Uh, it was just like... Uh, but like, literally, just they just took the doll off the dam. Really? I didn't know. I didn't notice. It looked like that way. I think I was too busy looking at like the scenery and, obviously, the cop... I forgot what he his name is, but what's the actor's name? It's Tommy Lee Jones, and he's the character of is Samuel Gerard. He, he plays a really good role. Yeah. I can't actually say he yeah. doesn't within this. U.S. Marshal Samuel Gerard. I think sometimes we've got Harrison Ford a little bit where he's like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And it, his acting, I was a little bit like, oh, this is a bit weak, actually, for like... Do you think? 
Yeah, a little bit. But then he got better throughout. I think it was just like the overdramatic acting side of it. I've um, not really seen that. Right. If that makes okay. sense. He's normally like a cool Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. Slinky, yeah, he's got the quick wit and stuff. Yeah, yeah. not looking like a frazzled Str- kind struggle. of. Yeah, yeah. But... And it was a bit like, oh, this isn't hitting as emotionally um, as right, okay. I thought I it could. I think it still does a good job overall. For yeah. yeah, overall right. it yeah, does. Yeah. It brilliant performance. Yeah. But I still think Samuel Gerrard, so you Tommy Lee Jones character, I think he's like slick all the way You're through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through. He doesn't disappoint. He is his character from end to end. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I actually really like him as a cop, to be fair, because even though he's wanting adamantly to get Kimball, mm-hmm. he's like a dog with a bone and he will he's literally gonna throw helicopters, hound dogs, anything like police, man hours to get him. Mm-hmm. And at the same time then he's like but why is this person doing what they're doing? And he's intrigued. It's not like, a, oh, my job is to get this prisoner back into prison or to be killed. He's actually then being a proper detective and underpicking everything that he's doing. Like, well, why has he gone there? What's this doing? What's that? What's that's his motive? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where I, I kind of appreciate his character. Yeah, rather than just blindsided going, just, we've got to get him at any cost. And everyone's like, no, but sir, you can't, we can't be doing that. So like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aspect of it and just... I'm in charge, yeah, so yeah. we'll do it my me. way. Yeah, yeah. Again, that would be bad writing, really, to just go, or lazy writing, even, to just to have done that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, it'll, it'll come part of the course, really, because, like I said, there's been a couple of instances later on where uh, Kimball helps out, like, a kid, he feels like he's got his morals of, like, wanting to help out other kids who's, like, very ill, basically. And he yeah, has to... I think there was, like, an accident or an incident, yeah. wasn't there, yeah. like, that had happened. And they were like, the hospital's rammed, and you could yeah, see you just like, wanted oh, to... Get out, but it's like, no, I, I want to help this kid, because, you know, I'm a doctor at the end of the day, and I... You know, Straight away knew what it? was wrong with him by just looking yeah, at yeah. him, and could fix him, and it's like, well, I don't want him losing his life just because of his yeah, of no, my selfish needs. By, yeah, exactly, yeah. So. I think there was another aspect of this, obviously, his wife was very wealthy, Kimball's wife was, yeah, yeah. so... Therefore, yeah, it's like, oh, you did it for the money. Kind of. did it for the insurance, and... All of that, and you know, were you her next yeah, to king? Yeah, that, so, that old chestnut, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like framed murder or whatever, <laughs> basically, which is kind of always a bit of a bittersweet because, like, well, he's going through a lot, he's just lost his wife, and now he's being accused of killing his wife. Like, I don't know how you'd even feel about that. Yeah, you haven't got me to solve your problems, <laughs> so like, you're like, oh, Sophie, what do I do? Oh, you're dead. <laughs> well, exactly, there's, there's that, but I wouldn't be that thrilled about any of it to be honest I don't think you could get away with killing me to be fair I'd come and haunt you if you did I'm sure you'd make that happen yeah I definitely would and he, throughout this obviously in his course of running away and stuff I think that would get pretty boring if he was he didn't have like a, a, a brief resting point you know like he was always constantly on edge like well, I can't sleep I'm running on yeah. empty with you know it wouldn't be realistic it's yeah. obviously he's human so he needs yeah, a rest he needs food so he needs one of the like a rents out this flat from like I thought it was like Eastern European person living in the States so there's like okay I think right this is like it's a safe house basically for him yeah but with that but again that short lived but again you've got to keep the plot moving and stuff rather than just but how he gets that is missing a bit where he's got this friend mm-hmm. in medicine lots of them when the police are kind of investigating them always say no he didn't kill his wife and lots of people are saying that mm-hmm. you've got this one person who seems to be really really good friends with Kimball and even gives him money and don't mm-hmm. want to grass him up or anything like that and yeah. you kind of understand why now he's doing all this because yeah. he's covering his own bloody back 
Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So it's from that point, it's it's kind of like in yeah, okay, there's there's clearly something wrong there, and it's like the it's it's kind of sort of obvious that it's it's going to be he's involved in some way, shape or form, really. Because even like we're trying to keep the guy who killed his wife was had a prosthetic arm and stuff, so it felt like there was trying to make some ambiguity of who that was, but then it it's not like didn't make a big effort to like cover the person's face or anything like that mm. at the beginning of one of the shots very briefly it was kind of like it was obviously quite hard cuts to not showing anything but then as the film went on it's like okay yeah it was this guy it wasn't like a oh my god it was you all along no yeah, no okay. i think yeah i don't know if it was like a friend of his and he sent him to do the deed mm. really basically mm. like i feel like it was always the close friend of kimball's mm-hmm and it was his plan and intention, yeah. but he just didn't do the dirty work. Yeah, he got some henchmen to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was a henchman because he was still in like pictures and such, weren't he? He was part mm. of the science yeah. like background. But I think it's because Kimball was he did things by the book, he did everything right. He didn't want a quick win, and his friend sadly did. Mm-hmm. He does actually have a close call as well with like this little safe house that he has, which is quite cleverly done because he's like, Oh, there's a police coming. Yeah, you think like, it's there after him, but Turns out, I think the landlord has been busted for drugs, basically. The son of yeah, the landlord, landlord yeah. yeah. Or landlady, yeah. should we landlady, say. Yeah. So that it's like, oh, okay, right, just to sort of throw a curveball there as such, but then it's obviously now it's a hot spot, because obviously, you know, police aren't just going to be like, walk away from that done and dusted, and it's going to become an investigation of drugs, so it's like, oh, I've got to move on now, so that moves the plot forward in that sense. And he seems to be able to get himself into a situation where it always helps him. So initially I think he's going to, like, every prison... Oh no, initially he goes to be a janitor in the hospital, pretending to be cleaning, and does a search of, right, okay, yeah. people with prosthetic yeah. Uh, arms. Yeah, it's um mid-humorous replacement, man aged 30 to 35, I wrote down. And criminal record. Yeah. I think he got, like, literally 35, and then he... he like five. Five people in the end. Yeah. So, went to prisons trying to interview people and sort from like initially when they saw him coming down, like, yep, that's not you, right? I'm sorry, I've got to go. Mm-hmm. Then he finally finds out who is the actual killer. And I think it's clever because the way that he's doing it, the police are always on Kimball's tail that actually he's showing the police the true story of what's happened. Yeah, yeah. as it develops, mm. yeah. as he's discovering, like a detective, he's doing his own detective work. And by proxy, they are also... And they seem story. to be learning and shifting and thinking, right, okay, what's going on? What's the crack? Obviously, why is he so driven to do this? And then that kind of gives them the insight to think, oh, well, maybe they are trying to clear his name in. And yeah, that's it, because of, of that, it's not a, I'm just running away and just hiding in a hole or yeah. something like that. It's, there's purpose behind his actions. Like, yeah, like you're saying, like, why go to all this effort if if you were trying to clear your name? You're innocent, so it makes sense. And like the whole thing with when they like trace the call aspect from when he's talking to his lawyer, and it's like they're picking up where's he located. There's all those sounds that are in the background, and you know, like there's the bells and there's the 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 L train. Thinking, well, what does that mean? But they do explain that L mean elevated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a short version. But... It is quite interesting and intriguing how they are working it out and figuring out where he's off a. Uh recording or like a phone call and such but i think he's not daft he knows that they'll be tracking his phone calls and such so i think at this point he's like yeah i want you to be knowing where i am mm-hmm. exactly even though i'm being vague as hell mm-hmm. he's kind of trying to give the police clues to help him so we get this kind of bit of action packed bit on the train 
the back, yeah. back end with the, the janitor. <laughs> yeah. And the guy that looks like Gargamel. <laughs> yeah, you made me laugh when you said that, yeah. <laughs> do you actually mean the one with the cartoon, or do you mean the one that in that live action? The live yeah. action, definitely, but even the cartoon. Right. It's just the, the hair. Black, black hair and yeah. the big nose. Yeah, yeah. I can see where you're coming from, I suppose. I used to love the Smurfs. I still do, but... Oh, you're always banging on about the Smurfs. He's like asking, just like you bang on about the Simpsons. You're obsessed. The only time, like, I find it funny, like, you always do a Simpson reference. It feels like we should have a shot every time Paul does a Simpson reference and you get really drunk on every podcast. That's not, yeah. not as much as the Pokemon keeps coming up. True, true, true. But my only recollection of the Simpsons, like, is I've watched some of them, but I used to play the hit and run game. And I feel like I know my references from Simpsons just from that alone. Right. Can you think of an example? No. Okay. So I was saying, like, references is as such from that, as opposed to... Episodes. I'm not like you that kind of keeps... Pointless stuff. <laughs> useless information, made. You said it. <laughs> not me. So, unfortunately, back to that, to that scene, the, the, the janitor, so-called, doesn't survive. No, he's no. not really a long kind of yeah. actor, is he, within the scenes yeah, of anything, yeah. really, bless him. Gets shot down. Not very. If that's his like first role. He still looks like the same in the in Scrubs. Scrubs. Like he looks like literally the same age. Maybe a bit older in Scrubs, perhaps. No, like early day Scrubs. No, yeah, I know, but that was what maybe was that like early two thousands. Mm. Obviously, this is like you said ninety ninety three. So big difference <laughs> of gap time gap between that. But. Yet again, Kimball doesn't even like injure the guy that is after him. He just kind of cuffs him to. No, just injure him. He punches him yeah, and such, but yeah. he won't like kill yeah. him. Like no, no, he's it... a bit like a Batman in the sense, like won't be to that extent because Batman doesn't kill. He's in. He'll injure and like knock him out or yeah, some rope, but, but he won't like, actually yeah. physically kill him. No, could have shot him at any point. You know, there was guns around and everything, but he didn't. Yeah. Just like right, okay, I'm going to cuff you and leave you there. Let the police look after yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Because then they get more justice by that way yeah makes sense and then obviously his friends at this big conference where he's like saying oh we found this new drug or whatever it's going to do x y and z it's going to make you yeah like we've done loads of testing it's all good and great and then kimball comes in and kind of goes not not really even though everyone's like there's a murderer entering the room and he's like oh um, my friend's just very upset at the moment and he's not really let's step over here and we'll just have a talk talk and then he just makes it very apparent yeah, yeah. of what's going on yeah. the drug causes liver damage and you fudge the results to make How yourself look good do you feel this scene kind of this bit at the end like do you feel like that was like a good length or do you think it dragged on a little bit like the obviously the conference bit and then him going into that other room and they had a bit of a punchy punch uh, and they yeah, went onto yeah. the seal um onto uh, the, the roof uh, elevate, and... elevator yeah 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 that's probably the most action-packed element of it but it was kind of yeah, obviously I had to have some sort of climactic bit, but it kind of did go on a little bit too long, I suppose. I would have been fine with just the sort of the basement scene. Of yeah. That, and that kind of like pursuit, because that was quite sort of an intense moment, like, because the only other cops gets assaulted. In I feel like that's like a bit of a cartoon way, though, of kind of killing somebody, like a bit of Looney Tunes. Oh, getting smacked on the back of the head with something, yeah. Some scaffolding, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I suppose, but... <laughs> But no, I did. I I like that part. The whole helicopter, like 
you know, scouting them out, like, oh, don't, there's, there's a US Marshal up there, don't shoot, mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like, yeah, you kind of figure that's going to happen, isn't it? Don't, and then they yeah. fall through the roof, and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely, I get it, and it's really kind of cleverly done, but at the same time, for me, action-packed. Mm-hmm. I don't really I don't really appreciate that. I appreciated the storyline more than the action. Yeah, the journey rather than the destination, I suppose, yeah. in this sense. Is there anything else to add until they get to like the last scene? Other than the fact that there's like a very young Julianne Moore who's in the in the doctors that you know when he's sorting out that the kid who's in trouble. She's like, oh, can you take this this kid up to the whatever level in the hospital? Mm-hmm. And then, but he goes like the opposite way with with him. Yeah, and, and then she does ring the police because she realizes who he is, and then actually defends him in the end. Mm-hmm. There was also that. What's it from? Was it Glee that you know her from? Oh, Sue. The um. Why are you laughing? Like I know her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good friends with her. Next door neighbour. She's the cheerleader teacher. Right. Gym from, teacher. From Glee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's a horrible, horrible character. But in she Glee. looks really young in this as well. She's really young yeah. and really nice. Really helpful <laughs> as well. In Glee, she's not very nice. She's like. I don't know, I feel like there's just a thing about gym teachers that are just they aren't very nice. Yeah, they probably had the went through it at school and so therefore they've got to push kids to yeah. Apparently the PA is not even what PE is nowadays, like it's not really I don't have it as often and That seems strange, I would would have preferred to have I know. Get away with murder yeah, not doing PE. Yeah. Now it's funny because now we're like, Oh, we like to exercise. It's like I don't know if it's like an adult thing. The older yeah, you get, you feel like, time. Yeah, yeah, you realise, oh yeah, we should should move yeah. instead of being forced to. Don't know what the reasoning behind that is, but. Yeah. Mm. But then Richard sort of shows he's innocent, basically. Mm-hmm. He didn't kill him, and the cops kind of save him and kind of hang, cuff him, but both of them knowing that he's innocent and didn't mm-hmm. kill his wife, basically. Yeah. And in the car, he takes the cuffs off. It was just like you said, a bit of a pretense of. That's it, really. And then they just drive off, and you're just like, okay, I assume he's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of that end in a way that's kind of... It's not like a, yes, you need, they'll live happily ever after as such. It's a, yeah, you assume that despite all this... You can put it, put it in... You think of it that way, where it's despite all that's happened, you'll probably get off or... Well, really, shouldn't it be compensated in some form? Like, he's been prisoned, he was going to die. Voice, he's been falsely yeah. accused. Yeah, they would have to go through another hearing of what his... The result was, which I think would be a pretty lame way to end the film if it went that way. <laughs> like, it's all okay. Case mm. closed. And, At least we know yeah. that, like... Because it's not exactly happy. It's like, oh, I haven't got a wife, yeah. Yeah, true. At least we know, like, justice is served and yeah. the right person's in prison now for what happened. Mm-hmm. Even though it must be hard for him to think that was my friend, close friend, and that that's what he did to me. And that's it, I think. She says. Yeah. But, uh, that's, uh, that's the fugitive in a nutshell. Which kind of covered it less than what the film length was. So it was like two and a, two hours, 15. I think it made it worse though because we kept on breaking off. Like, because I think I was cooking in between. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, I needed toilet breaks. So I feel like it did go on for like three hours in the <laughs> end. <laughs> this film not ended. But I enjoyed it, but it just felt like it was lengthy for what it was. It could have been reduced, I think, a little. No, I agree. Yeah. 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 Oh, normally you don't. You're like, no, everything was valuable, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the first experience with it, like you say, like having to break off from it as well, probably the, like was probably not the best move of doing that in that in that way. You know, yeah. maybe enjoyed the runtime if we were just seen it in its 
full, full runtime, length without yeah. stopping, starting, or you know, like a, a, you know, one toilet break, or whatever. That's. <laughs> but then I guess if that's happening, then there's something wrong with the film, isn't there? What the have to be breaking off? You mean your attention span's not fully engrossed in yeah. the film? Technically, is it because otherwise you wouldn't break off? <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Fair enough. My food would have burnt, so you know, <laughs> Paul didn't want that, but. <laughs> Technically, you like you when you're in a cinema, you don't. You seem to be able to hold your wheeze and toilet breaks yeah. and everything like that. I think that's yeah. what's good about going to the cinema. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely more beneficial doing it that way when you can, because let's say you're solely focused on you've got your phone or you kind of somehow normally kind of like don't hold it in or whatever. Yeah, it's not always the case. Doing so long the film is obviously if it's a film it's actually three hours long. It's like right, I've got to, I've got to go. Yeah. Then you should have an interlude. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You mean like in the, the film that actually goes like halfway point break? Yeah, like when you're watching um, a show. I think it's only happened, no topic here, but with Lord of the Rings, I saw on the cinema. Have an interlude. Yeah, generally the first one. I'm sure we watched a film and it did say an interlude in it as well. Oh, there was Seven Samurai. Was it? Yeah, but yeah. I, well, obviously that was like... Four, four, four hours Never left. again, Paul. Do that to me on like a birthday special. I think that was acceptable because it was COVID and we didn't have any other plans. And we watched like four films or three films in one day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, especially because that one's so long, it was like four hours. Mm-hmm. I think we started it at nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's a gorgeous day as well. I don't know. I feel like I couldn't justify sat there. Because it was COVID time, so. Yeah. yeah. But I think we could go on more than one walk at that point. Like a one walk a day, was it? I don't know, I can't remember. It's not really those of the COVID times weren't particularly fond, were they? No. It's weird now thinking about that, isn't it? Mm. Even though it's probably still out there, it's like a distant memory, isn't it? Right. So, going to a score. That's me first. Yes! Overall, there was a level of enjoyment from it. And see why it's quite a popular one. Harrison Ford's well-known. Sure, not Indiana Jones is is well-known ones. No, I mean uh, later work. I mean ah, yeah, yeah. After the fact, after those ones. I mean, and obviously like Star Wars and oh yeah, I realised that. Mm. It's really no, mm. yeah, yeah. Like a different person there. I didn't twig that it was the same person. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> do you carry on. So I'm going to give this an eight. <laughs> no, that people come across what. We've been talking about the film, but I think I know. It's, it's, it's <laughs> strange, but I, I feel like it's compared to what you were saying. But yeah, yeah I get where you're coming from. Um, overall, it's not like a, oh, this is terrible and or anything like that. It's just it's it's very solid. But I can't. I don't think like with the performances and everybody gives in my eyes, it's it all it all works pretty well. Mm-hmm. And it's so that it's obviously that's why it's not like a, a seven mark. I think because I. Like, going back in my head about other films that we've kind of covered recently and it's like, no, it's not quite on that same level. There's something about that that's a notch above. Yeah. And I see that, that I could see some, I could see repay value in, in this, despite the length. And obviously, maybe a different time to watch it as solely focused on it, really. No, I get it. I do. I think for me, it'd be a 7.5. So it's not far off what you're mm-hmm. scoring it. Okay. But I think it's just the length that kind of puts me off. I think the storyline's really solid. It keeps you on your toes. You are kind of intrigued. And there's some good acting overall from it. And it's not too actiony, actiony, like, filmed for me. So it's, like, more 
using your brain to mm-hmm. kind of work it out instead of shooting your way out of it, which I think I appreciate makes the film more interesting and more intriguing. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing is just the length and just the kind of slowish pace, even though it feels fast and it keeps flitting. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like harder to kind of gel with, but mm-hmm. overall I would suggest it and recommend it to anybody. That's good, yeah. And I would eventually go back and rewatch. It's not like I wouldn't. Not like a, oh, a one and done. No, no. No, I think it's... Is there something off the top of your head you think, right, right we don't need that section? Or are you just more like trimming down the, the end fight bit as one example? And then yeah. And bits. it's as bad because yeah. they think, oh, we should put action into it because it's an action film. But actually that would be probably somewhere you could cut. Okay. I know at the beginning, obviously, there's more like, a, oh, I'm innocent and all of that. <laughs> And I kind of get you get yeah. guess you need that part, yeah. but at the same time yeah. you kind of have that with the flashbacks, anyways. Yeah, the flashbacks that don't work so well, but in in a very nitpicky way. Yeah, mm. how it's done. But so you could actually just... either have it at the beginning and then no flashbacks whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're only minor the tweaks. Yeah. They're not anything that. Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to this episode, and also like to thank the patrons. Mm-hmm. For their support of the show. So we've got Nico from the Good, the Bad, the Weird podcast. Mark from 100 Things We Learned from Film. Ben from Film Vloggers. Two very good movie review podcasts. Excellent, to be fair. <laughs> we also got our friend Jones. Yep. Who's at Weight Loss Jonesy on Instagram. And my mum. If you join the Patreon, you also get a shout out, as we've just done. And you also get to vote on a movie once a month. If you'd like to join the Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers, all one word. It's only a quid or one pound. Oh, $1.50. <laughs> yeah. So if you do want to and you've got a spare 25p a week and you think we're a good cause, <laughs> then by all means. If you'd like to check out some of our other episodes, of course, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. We've also, if you haven't followed us on social media, we have got some social media pages that you can stalk us on. So we're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, under the handle SP underscore film viewers. So hit that like button, comment, do all that jazz. Absolutely. And if you'd like to leave us a five-star review, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and wherever else they do the scoring system. So thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.